0: This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic on BFM 89.9. Hello, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan and today I am joined by someone that you've no doubt heard on the station elsewhere, but first time on this show, Sheila Singham, who is of course a corporate trainer, a coach, but for the purposes of this interview, also debut artist. Welcome, Sheila.
1: Thank you, Shamila. Wow, that sounds very
0: impressive. Well, I mean, I am impressed at anyone who picks up a new skill, and particularly a skill that I think comes with no amount of, um, no small amount of, uh, I think, needing to put your work out there, which is something that many people struggle with, right? And Sheila's with us today because she's just opened her debut art exhibition. It's called Forest in the Brain, and that's happening at Tamu House until the 26th of June. Uh only on weekends. So you have one more weekend to catch that before it closes. Um, and this is particularly interesting because, um, you know, it's been it's been several decades since Sheila left school. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, was told really arts not for you. And you only picked up painting in 2019. So I'm very curious, what drew you to take this up?
1: Um, that's actually quite an interesting story. And I think I have spoken about it to quite a few people before. So actually, uh, you you put it very politely. My art teacher at said you can't do art to save your life, <laughs> so you better drop it for your exam. So I did music instead. But uh, it left uh, a sort of, you know, what you call is when you're very young and someone of authority tells you this, you get a very, um, you pick up a limiting belief and it sticks with you. So from for you say, as you said, several decades after I left school, I never had anything to do with art. I did I even drop biology in university because I thought, Oh, I can't draw to save my life because someone said that to me, right? Um, but it, it, it's an interesting story because uh, I, in the like 2016, 2017, I encountered, uh, you know, those adult that ad- adult colouring sort of fad yes, that went yes. on? Mm. Yeah, I got very excited about that. And I used to spend lots of time colouring. And I found that I had a good sense of colour combination and also on. And then my husband got ill. Um, he was diagnosed with cancer so for nine months you know he, he battled it uh, sadly he didn't make it but during those um, th- those months I used to look after him and then I'd find a lot of solace and comfort in coloring Then I was just coloring and the, so my brother who is actually an artist he, he lives in New Zealand and uh he's uh, his day job is something else that's like mila you know so he does art, art on the side but he's actually a published and artist who sold his work well. he came back and looked at my coloring and uh, i think it was very kind of him actually you know to come and look and say you've got a good sense of color you should paint and i'm like no i i can't paint to save my life what are you talking about? <laughs> And then he looked at me, gave me a very meaning glance and he said, you know, it's very strange, right? You're in this business of uh, coaching people, your corporate trainer, you know, helps people to unleash their potential, get past their boundaries and do all sorts of things that, you know, they say they can't. And here you are choosing to hold on to this belief and not breaking past it because I'm telling you that I think you can do art. Oh, so the, I was like gobsmacked, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's like... Oops, ouch, all those things went on and um, I thought about it. Really, I did. And then,
0: yeah. Well, I'm curious, how did you go about it? What were the, I mean, did you take lessons? Did you did you practice? Because, I mean, this is something that I struggle with as well. Um, I love art. Clearly, I do it for work. But um, I'm very sort of hesitant about getting out there and just trying it.
1: Well, first thing you need to do is get rid of that limiting belief. And then I said okay if I'm I don't know anything about art painting huh? I, I didn't know about mediums and 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 it was when I went I signed up for my art class at art therapy in Bangsa and I went for this class and my teacher his name is Gerald Chong right it's very young sort of introverted fellow but he saw me and he put the canvas there and he gave me the acrylic paint and a set of brushes and he said, okay, where do you want to paint? I said, I don't have a clue what to paint, <laughs> right? I'm not very good at, um, you know, following things and 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 doing a still life and all that. Uh, that doesn't appeal to me. He said, okay, just paint. What do you want to paint? I said, okay, I'll paint flowers. So I started doing it and then I still sat there frozen. And then he said, uh, paint. I said, uh, I'm scared. He said, what are you scared of? I said, I don't want to dirty that white canvas. I mess it up. <laughs> it was so hilarious. He said, it's okay, just paint. And then you can paint over it and I'll give you another one or something like that. So I started. And he was watching me. He was guiding me. And then he took one look at me and somehow instinctively, he's a very good teacher. He's quite young, but he's a very good teacher. Instinctively, he knew that all these control movements all don't work with me. So he just gave me a palette knife and paints. And he taught me how to like directly, you know, put it on a canvas and just, well, wave it all about and so on. And that's when I think that thing inside of me, whatever it was, was unleashed. And there's no going back after that.
0: <laughs> Have you um, sort of taken formal technique classes or training?
1: Uh, not entirely, but I did, uh, when I was working with Gerald, Those, those few, uh, well, I had about 10 classes, right? And um, he did teach me about controlling my movements. He did also look at me and say, um, sometimes less is more because, you know, I can be a bit over the top. If you do look at my work, you would know that there's a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, but he also asked me, so you don't like, don't want to learn watercolor? I said, not yet. Um, it, it's not bold enough for me yet? Do you want to learn drawing? I said, no, I just want colour. Because, you know, Shamila, colour is so important to me. That's not to say that I'm a colourful character. Maybe I am, I don't know. But <laughs> but I, I do like monochromatic colours. I, I wear lots of black and white as well, but I love colour, blocks of colour, I love colour to pop everywhere. And so um, he uh, he taught me that how to use color, mixing of colors as well, you know, because um, when you, you can put colors together on, on fabric and in decor, but when you put paint, colors of paint together, they don't necessarily turn out the way you want. I'm like mixing red and white and then putting a bit of black doesn't give you the brilliant pink you want. Okay, It might all turn <laughs> out into a muddy kind of, like, you know. So um, that's one thing. But I, he did ask me, so what do you really want to do? What, what, what resonates with you? And I said, mixed media art. Because I always loved looking at art which had a lot of texture and a lot of color. You know, where the, there's texture where when you touch it, it it's not even, mm. where there's mixture of fabric and stuff on it, you know. So he said, okay, bring all that stuff and I'll teach you how to do it. So he actually taught me those techniques of like fixing materials onto canvas and canvas board and so on. And wow, after that, I had a whale of a time
0: in my art class. Well, um, (laughs) I do want to get to the exhibition itself, which we will in the second half of the show. But I wanted to ask you um, what all this feels like, you know, Um, finally being able to do this thing that as a child, clearly you loved and then you haven't for so many years.
1: Mm. it's very liberating. I can tell you that when you've lived with a belief for, I mean, even if, even as I'm saying it, right, it, it's quite emotional. You've lived with a belief for so many years that you can't do something that's kind of installed by an authority figure. And then you overcome it and you realize that a lot of the beliefs that you've taken are not real. They have no valid um, reason for existing there's there's no credibility in that and sometimes the people who tell you this also have no credibility but as young people a lot of our beliefs are taken when we're very young we choose to take this on or maybe we don't know any better we take it on so letting go of that was really really very liberating and for me Shamila because I'm in the business of coaching people to you know believe in themselves to to realize their potential, for me, it was a case of, ah, okay, so now you're actually practicing in real form what you're telling people to do. I can safely stand there and say that I know what it's like to live with a belief all your life. And I know what it's like to choose to say, get rid of that belief and then go out of the boundaries that that, that belief has constrained you in and then to step out and to go and do something new and to find that, you're good at it. Or oh, at least people have told me I'm good at it. No, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a new uh, solo art, uh, artist making my debut. So I guess it's it's a matter of people. But then telling me whether they like my art or not. But then again, it doesn't matter. Because I paint to 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 release something inside. And it's fulfilling to me. It's great when people say, we love your art. We want to buy it, fine. But it's fulfilling to me.
0: We're speaking with Sheila Singham, corporate trainer, coach, and now artist. Uh, and okay. we're talking about her debut exhibition, Forest in the Brain, that's showing at the Moo House until the 26th of June, open only on weekends. Let us know, um, have you always wanted to try art and just didn't? What's stopping you? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, WhatsApp 18 tweet us at BFM Radio. Best Flipping Moments,
1: BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila. And today I'm joined by Sheila Singham, who has just opened her debut art exhibition called Forest in the Brain. So that's happening at Moo House until the 26th of June. So, Sheila, you, you talked about your journey here. Uh, now I want to talk about the exhibition itself. The title Forest in the Brain is really quite evocative. I was wondering where it came from. OK, so it,
1: it sort of have, came out of a conversation I was having with the curator for the exhibition, Parmes Parmeswaran, uh, at the MoHouse, and we were just having this chat and I was telling her that um, I'm very interested in neuroplasticity, which is the ability of the brain to sort of evolve and change um, with the environment, with the things we do, with the thoughts that we have. So one of the things, because I've been, I'm doing a course on neuroplasticity as well. And one of the things that it says is the way to increase the plasticity of your brain is to keep on learning new things. And the things that, that, that like sort of pop up at the top of the list is learning a new language, um, learning to dance, okay? And then learning new things like art and so on that engage the left and right side of the brain. I'm basically just trying new things, even if it's trying a new food, traveling to a new place and so on. And so a metaphor that I encountered in the course of the study was that our, you know, if you look at our brains, right, doing these new things increases the neural connections in the brain. So if to give you a metaphor, a brain that of someone who is doing a lot of new things, engaging in a lot of activities and learning and all that, it's like, A forest, the neural connections become so dense and thick that it's like a forest, you know, like when you're flying and then you you kind of fly a bit low over land and you see a forest, it's so thick, you you can't see any bare patches of ground at all, right? That's how a brain, the brain of someone, the, the metaphor for a brain of someone is doing a lot of things. But in contrast to that, if you have like deforestation that's taken place or, you know, clearing has been done on bad patches of land, then you will see that as you're flying. And that's the brain of someone who's constantly focusing on negative thoughts, who's afraid to try new things, don't want to step out of the comfort zone. Over a long period of time, these neural connections begin to slow down. Hence, forest in the brain. And I was telling Charmaine, I said, like, I'm just going to keep on doing things till I die, man. I want a thick forest in my brain. And she said, wow, that sounds like a good title of theme for your exhibition. And there we go.
0: You mentioned that you were most drawn to mixed media art, so um yeah. is that what we're seeing in the exhibition and um, what are what sorts of paintings, what themes have you worked with?: Oh
1: gosh. Uh, somebody asked me looked at my pieces like, so there can be about 30 33 pieces of art um, on on show there, on exhibition there. Um, most of my pieces are not huge, huh. Eh? Okay, they're they're really not huge. Like, maybe the biggest one I would have is like three feet by two feet or four feet by three feet or something like that. That's the biggest canvas. Now, so when someone asked me, and I asked Shamin this as well, I said, my my art, she said it's very eclectic. I said, yeah. So someone told me there's no theme. And I'm like, why does there have to be a theme to everything? Why do you have to put everything into a box and, you know, label it? That's what we love to do, right? I, and I'm not that sort of person. You know, I'm very comfortable in different milieus. I, I wear different kinds of clothes. I can be very classic. I can be very grunge. I can be very hippie. Um, I watch all kinds of movies in all languages. I listen to all kinds of music. I'm just like that. So my art is also like that. You see lots of things coming out there. But one thing I'll tell you, if you want a theme that runs through, it's very colorful. Mm. and There's always texture. So whether it is texture in terms of impasto work where, you know, I incorporate a thickening agent to the to the paint, to the acrylic paint and apply it so that you have um, sort of a slight, you know, texture or whether I, I'm sticking stuff on that canvas and then, um, you know, with, with modeling paste or gesso or anything and then turning it into something. I have no idea, Shamila, what's going to come out on that canvas at the end of it. Sometimes what my mind visualizes and what actually comes out are
0: very far apart. Uh, So that was actually what I was going to ask. I mean, um, Mm -hmm. overall theme aside, with individual paintings, uh, Mm -hmm. do you start from a particular place? Do you have a particular story that you want to tell?
1: Um, There's a particular picture. I'm a very visual person. And that's what also sort of hinted to me over the past couple of decades or so, past decade or so, that, hey, I think uh, you have the art in you because I'm very visual. Things need to balance out. Colors need to complement or clash in a pleasing way. You know, uh, when decor, when I go into a room and, and I see things I feel or resonate or don't. So um, in terms of um, my art, right, uh, I start sometimes with a picture in mind. All right, because I think in pictures. But and then I, I would sort of put it down and do something with it. And if it resonates with it, good with me, good. And if it doesn't resonate with me, then I can go and have a sleepless night. Because there's a couple of pieces I did and I was experimenting right with pieces with textures and colors and all that. And then I looked at it at night and it was like, no, I'm not happy. Not come down at one o'clock after watching a movie or <laughs> something, and I put on the light and say. Oh my God, it's terrible. You know, it doesn't resonate with me. You know, it's so not me. And then next morning, I'll get up early in the morning and come and repurpose that canvas. And in that, it taught me a lesson. I've been learning so many lessons from my art, right? It's teaching me so many lessons. One of the things is that you sometimes often cannot control the outcome. You can have the best laid plans of mice and men, they say, but the outcome might be very different. And so it's taught me to let go. And and I I mean I'm a bit of a control freak in my work, right? So it's taught me to let go and to know that to go with the process and let the process take you and, and life is like that as well. You need to learn from the process. The second thing is that something that you started out as a plan might not turn out as you like. It might not resonate with you. You might look at it and think, oh my God, it's ugly. I'm such a failure. But there's no point sitting down there and lamenting and keeping uh, keep you know to keep looking at it and knocking yourself in the head. What do you need to do is go and say, okay, what can I do to change it? And, and that's I'm talking about life years. My art being a metaphor. What can you do to change it? What can I do to do something different that I am happy with and learn from this experience? Take the learnings from the things that didn't work so that next time I don't repeat that. And, and I'll do, you know, what I learned instead in a good way to produce the good results.
0: Sheila, in closing, what would you like to say to people, particularly those who, um, you know, have a few decades behind them, uh, <laughs> to pick up something that they've always wanted to, but perhaps have been nervous about it or just thought, you know, it's too late for me to try this?
1: Shamila, it's never too late to try anything that you want to try, as long as your mind and body permit you to do that. Um, I think I'm testimony to that. I started my own company, training company, when I was in my late 40s. You know, and it's been more than a decade now. Um, I started a lot of things. I, I did courses, you know, I, during the pandemic, right? I did courses and I haven't finished learning. So, I mean, the art's going to go on because like, it, it just, you know, it just fills my soul with so much joy and it's going to go on. And we're going to keep on painting till I don't know when. But here's the thing, I'm not gonna stop learning the next project. Um, I wanna learn how to do stand up comedy.
0: Oh yes, wow. That put me yeah, and why all of, your, all of your projects are just like like really out there projects.
1: Because there's no point in doing something where you're just taking your foot out and dipping it into the corn <laughs> and getting your foot wet. Because if you want to do something, go all out and do it. Because if you want to break past your boundaries, then do it big time. Because when you get past that boundary and you take on that challenge and and you succeed or or you learn and you get something from it, the sense of fulfillment, the sense of achievement you get, right? God, it's better than any drug. Not that I've done drugs, but okay, it's better than anything else. And that's why people go bungee jumping, mountain climbing. Uh, I can't do all of that. So next thing is stand-up comedy. I want to go and learn how to do, make pastry. And I don't know what else I want to learn to do. When it comes then, it appeals to me. I'm just going to take
0: it on. Sheila, thanks for speaking with us today. And, and congratulations on the debut solo exhibition
1: thank you shamila i hope i'll be seeing you there i'll be there every weekend uh on saturday and sunday so the next forthcoming weekend the 25th and 26th i'll be there between 11 and 4 i'd love to meet you know anyone who wants to come and chat about getting past their limiting beliefs and maybe even help
0: you do that. <laughs> so, Forest in the Brain, Sheila's exhibition is showing at the Tamu House uh, this coming weekend. The 25th, 26th weekend is the last weekend, so do check that out. And also let us know, have you ever wanted to pick up um, a new skill, something artistic? And what's been stopping you? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, 900 WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio.